I'd like to think of myself somewhat as like a budget renaissance man. Like I'm interested in a lot of things, um, pursuits that are cool and unique to me. Um, I'm really into like shoes. I get flamed all the time by my friends who are like, you can only wear one pair of shoes at a time. So why do you need 40? And I'm like, you have to have the shoes. It's just cool. Like the history and the style and all that kind of stuff. It's really cool. Or I'm really into movies and musicals and people would be like, that's okay, cool, that's weird. Um, but like one thing, and people are less likely to, to get on my case about this, is like music. Because it's like, to me, it's like the one thing that like everyone, regardless of genre, regardless of style, can like really get behind. People are always pretty big fans of music. And so for me, I'm like never without my headphones. I always have my headphones, I'm always listening to music. I'm always trying to listen to new things, try new things, you know, I'm really, I was always really big into hip hop, but you know, I jumped around to electric music. I jumped around into pop. I even dabbled, people will kill me, but I've dabbled in the country a little bit, early Taylor Swift, some of that kind of stuff. Um, and then I always love to go back and dig, you know, jazz in the fifties and the sixties and pop music in the eighties, like all that kind of stuff, just to get a good glimpse of music and, and what it was like and sort of the things that I like. One of my favorite things though is to think of like if there were three artists dead, three dead artists that I could bring back, who are the artists that I would bring back like to create a new album or to write me a song or to do something like that? And so the first one I would bring back would be Michael Jackson. Um, regardless of Michael Jackson, the person and what you, you know, the personal demons that he might have had, Michael Jackson, the artist, was transcendent because. From the moment he entered into the music industry to the moment he died, he was still revolutionizing the way that music video, music production, and music composition were being done. When Michael was doing in his heyday, what he was doing was he was constantly evolving and constantly changing. And just it was so unique. And I love, you know, from the Jackson 5 until, you know, his rebirth album in 98, everything he was doing was so unique. Um, the other person I'll probably bring back would be uh, Whitney Houston. I'm a huge Whitney Houston fan. Um, it always it always breaks my heart that the demons just kind of got to her because um, you had thought she had you know had Bobby Christina and she was moving forward and she'd gone through the whole thing with Bobby Brown and you thought she was finally out of the woods and she was clear, um, but unfortunately they got back to her. But she, I think Mariah Carey had a better range. I think she could go a little bit higher. And a little bit lower, but I think Whitney Houston just had a power that was so emphatic and so unique in the sense that it, you felt what she was singing. And that's not always the case. Sometimes you just like the beat or you like the sound, but you can't feel what they're feeling. And the last artist I'd bring back would be Amy Winehouse. Um, to be honest, Amy Winehouse out of the, the other two, out of the three, is my favorite. Amy Winehouse, to me, the only reason why she's not as respected as she should be is just hers was a little bit shorter. Um, she came to prominence like in the early 2000s and then, you know, 2011, she passed away. But like her, her high was as high as anybody's in terms of talent, ability. Amy Winehouse was able to take the demons in her life, which all three of those, all three of them had. They had the demons and they had the things that would eat at them and, and prevent them from maybe the success that we would have liked to have them seen have seen from them 
but she could, I mean, just with her soul and the blues and the neo soul and, and the R&B and, and jazz she was trying to do, she was able to infuse them all into one album after another, after another, and just put out this, these songs that were so, uh, you were so sympathetic to her, but you realized that in her music, she was being empathetic to you and to all of us. Um, she was able to do in my mind what wasn't really popular like there weren't a lot of British artists that were doing what she was doing which was trying to mesh and stitch and do all these different musical compositions together um taking different eras and different souls because her voice was that of like she had the range of like an opera singer but she didn't want to do ballads I think someone like Adele right has this incredible range but she pretty much sticks to these heartthrob you know long ballad-esque songs whereas Amy Winehouse could really hit you with the power but she chose to try to do something different a little bit more funky a little bit more jazzy and and just like her career arc like from early 2000s when she dropped frank which was like honestly the greatest thing ever like to go back and listen to and won her the mercury prize like it was so cool and then like her transition and obviously watching her grow up and come out with back to black which i honestly believe is one of the best albums ever produced in music period um that was when she was obviously she was going through her personal struggles with her her you know ex-husband and she just like you knew she was going through something but you were so impressed and so encapsulated by just how wonderful she was as a singer and how empowering and impactful her music was because just the the emotional pain of just the relationship not even the outside the drug addiction the alcohol addiction just the relationship was so relatable and so easy to understand and it was so enjoyable to listen to um and it breaks my heart because the demons that caught her it's it's sort of like you can't get the best of both worlds you can't have your cake and eat it too and if you make your bed you got to sleep in it um i think she was so wonderful and so magical as an artist because of the pain that she was constantly feeling and constantly pouring out into her music. She was able to incorporate soul and sort of the sadness of rhythm and blues and put it behind this jazz and this new aged kind of misty eyed soul that was going on, at least in that time period. And she was able to do it better than everybody else. Um, but the only reason why she was able to do it so successfully and the only reason why it was so wonderful and why it was so good was because she had these personal demons, because she had these addictions, because she was struggling in her own life. When you have things to, when you have those struggles and you have those personal problems that are constantly in every facet of your life and plaguing you, it becomes a whole hell of a lot easier to write songs and write music because you have so much source material. So it's like, it's really sad and really cyclical because like she was so fantastic and she was so wonderful but the only reason why we were able to enjoy it was because she had to go through so much pain and she had to go through so much loss and so much suffering and so much internal turmoil. And this is more of like a reflection of us as a society. We really, really like to see things crash and burn. Like we just really, really like to think, see things implode, blow up, catch a flame and just explode. And so when Amy Winehouse was like going through her problems after Back to Black, because she rose to fame and everyone was just watching her. And here's this incredibly talented woman with just the power to make you feel 
everything and anything and to take what she's experiencing it put it into a song put it on some beats and have you really really empathize with her and we put her in the in the public eye and we put her on front and center stage and she had demons and paparazzi and tabloids and all that really just kept focusing on the demons rather than giving her the space to heal as a human because like as much as I loved Amy Winehouse and as much as I love some of my favorite artists my parents were always like those people you could admire their talent that doesn't mean you have to admire them as people because Amy Winehouse was subliminally talented and it was almost magisterial but that's not someone you would want your daughter to be like. You would want your daughter to have that talent, but you wouldn't want your daughter to rush into a bad marriage. You wouldn't want your daughter to pursue a life of drugs and alcohol and let fame consume her. And so, like, for me, it was like, okay, wow, here's this incredibly talented person, but this isn't who I wanted to be like and so I feel like oftentimes a lot of people and a lot of parents get kind of lazy and a lot of kids get lazy and they search for role models and idols and people that it's unrealistic to live up to the expectations we've created in our mind right Amy Winehouse is this phenomenally talented person and therefore you know she's in the public eye she should have her life together but she didn't and very rarely do people have their life together normal people with normal jobs who aren't followed around by tabloids and paparazzis rarely have their life together and so it's unfair and unrealistic to put those expectations on someone in the public eye because the only difference between you know a girl in Bermondsey and a girl Amy Winehouse is a 10% difference in talent and maybe one showcase it's the only difference um but Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, as one artist who I think who, if the demons didn't get to her, I honestly think she'd be one of the greatest because she just had the ability to do something magical, right? Mariah Carey and Adele, they both, they, they stick to the pretty, they stick to the same kind of mold. They do a lot of ballads and a lot of these, you know, power songs that are, are really emotional and similar to Whitney Houston, a lot of the, what she was able to do was just put a lot of emphasis behind her music, but there wasn't a whole lot of diversity and parody to what she was doing. Amy Winehouse, this is a woman who could sing, you know, first of all, she had range, she could go deep and she could go high, soprano high, and she could sing soul, and she could sing neo-soul, and she could go with the misty-eyed, and she could hit you with the R&B and the jazz, and you saw all of that development, whether it was Frank or Back to Black, or even in her, you know, posthumous album, posthumous album uh lioness hidden treasures you were able to see like what she was what she was like what she considered scratches that she wouldn't even put out honestly made a phenomenal best-selling album um it's just so unfortunate but amy winehouse is definitely someone like there are only three artists who i'm like if i could bring them back if i could have them write a song there are only three that i'd really care to listen to whatever they wrote um michael jackson Whitney Houston and Amy Winehouse be at the top of the list, number one. If she, if I, if she could come back and she could write a song or make another album, that would be the top of my list. Most important thing, wouldn't care about the other two, to be a hundred percent honest. She was truly, truly incredible.